But first, a joint investigation by WBEZ and the Sun-Times found that robberies, especially armed robberies, were on the rise in the city over the past five months. Robberies increased more between July 1st and Thanksgiving than in any consecutive five-month period in the last 20 years. So to break down those numbers and share the stories of some of the victims are the journalists who are behind the investigation. First up, Alden Lowry, WBEZ's Senior Data Projects Editor. Hey, Alden. Hey, Sasha. And joining us by phone is Sophie Sherry, staff reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. Welcome to Reset, Sophie. Thanks for having me. So uh, Chicago seeing largest spike in robberies in over 20 years. What a headline there, Alden. Uh, Initially, I found that concerning, but I wonder what the numbers made you think after digging in? Um, Well, I was uh, somewhat surprised. The numbers certainly looking at them compared to last year were up compared to last few years. The numbers this year were up. Um, But when I started breaking the data down a little bit by by month, uh, by week, and then ultimately by day, I just noticed that the the numbers seemed to get a lot higher uh, starting in July and then started tabulating, okay, from July to at that point, maybe mid-November, and then by, by the time we wrapped up, close to the end of November, what did those numbers look like compared to the numbers uh, the five months prior to that? And that's mm-hmm. where we got this 55% increase. And then tracking the data back to the beginning of 2001, that was the largest growth between two consecutive five-month yeah. periods. And so I think the thing to take away from the from this more than anything else is that it's a, it's the largest increase that we've seen between two five-month periods, as opposed to the largest numbers of robberies that we've seen. And it's part of a larger trend, this five-month increase. Yes, it is part of a larger trend. We've been trending up, particularly with armed robberies, the last couple of years. Uh, But even within that, these last five months, we've seen a particular spike in Mm. terms of uh, the number of these uh, these incidents. So as you talk about this spike, I want to get to the question that a lot of people are wondering. Is this cause for us to be alarmed? I would say it is. Um, What I would say, though, is that let's keep in mind what we're actually saying. So we're seeing a a rapid increase in terms of the number of robberies. But robberies have long been a problem in the city of Chicago, and there were years prior where it was even more of a problem. Back in 2001, 15,000 of these robberies taking place. This year, we probably will get uh, close to 10,000, but may not reach 10,000 altogether. So just kind of keeping that context. The other thing, too, is that um, while these robberies have spiked, um, you know, it's not like there are hundreds of people being robbed every day. On average, maybe 30, 32, 35, somewhere in that ballpark. Our high mark this year, I think, was around 70 robberies in one day. Right. So uh, so, so, just kind of keeping that in context, we're talking roughly about a robbery every 45 minutes somewhere in a city of close to 3 million people. Um, so, again, that's not to, to, to say that we don't have an issue. We do, and we're seeing more of it lately. Um, but uh, I just want to caution people from thinking that the minute they walk out their front door, someone's going to be waiting uh, to uh, to take something from them. So tell us where these robberies are taking place. These robberies are happening um, all across the city, but in large numbers they are taking place on the west side of Chicago, uh, in and around the loop and uh, in some south side neighborhoods as well. Um, so Austin has by volume the highest number of robberies. Humble Park, by rate, has the highest. That's essentially the number of robberies per 10,000 people is how we measured it. They mm-hmm. have the highest rate of robberies. East and West Garfield Park are number two and number three during the spike. Uh, but communities close to downtown, like Westtown neighborhood, uh, the near west side, 
uh, also have large volume of, of robberies, um, and uh, the rates are a little higher in terms of comparison to another of other places. But even communities that don't have a large number of robberies during this spike are probably seeing a lot more than they are typically seeing. Mm. Uh, uh, the uh, Pullman community on the far south side, one robbery from February through June, and 11 uh, from July through November. Mm, uh, interesting. Bridgeport, just seven robberies from February through June, and 42 from July I mean, so what through is, November. So what do you make of that? Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure what exactly uh, is going on. I mean, uh, you know, crime is one of the hardest things to really kind of put your pulse on. Seems like there's no rhyme or reason to yeah. some of these. I think the, 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 I think with, with any level of economic crime, economic um, uh, economic uh, kind of status uh, has a, a role in it, um, but it, it can't completely be explained in that way. When we were looking at uh, during the pandemic, we you know certainly saw this incredible spike in carjackings, and we were seeing some other uh, uh, crime categories increase during the pandemic, and that was a very rough time economically for a lot of people. Um, we have kind of come out of that economic malaise to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, as a city, as a region, as a whole, you know, unemployment numbers are down. Um, but there's still parts of the city, there's still parts of the region that are really struggling economically. And so I would say that's probably a, a, a bit of what we're seeing. But um, but why right now is, 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 a, is a bit of a mystery. Sophie, let's bring you in here because you talked to some of the folks directly impacted here. Uh, so tell us, first of all, what struck you about the data that you were looking at? Um, well, in addition to many of the things Alden already touched on, I think what struck me out the data is seeing that Many of the community areas that were experiencing increases earlier in this year continued to see these increases over the past five months. Uh, So looking at the Logan Square, Lower West Side, Belmont Cragen neighborhoods, those are all now ranking among the top 10 in the city, uh, which for me begs the question, what's sort of being done to address the increases in those specific areas, you know, since we know where they are? Uh, And police weren't really able to answer that for us. Hmm. Robbery blitzes are also up, Sophie. What is that? Explain. So this is something we report on quite a bit. Uh, For the purposes of this story, we define this as when three or more robberies are committed within an hour in the same community area. Uh, Police will put out a lot of alerts about these that you'll see on Twitter or social media or in your community groups. Um, And the pattern we've noticed over the past couple months is this is often groups approaching someone in car or on foot with a weapon uh, demanding cash and belongings uh, and then moving on to another block or intersection in that same area. I see. So we're clear, Alden. Is there any sense of what's causing this spike? I wouldn't say I would say we're not clear, like as to the specific reason uh, why we're seeing this happening right now and to the magnitude that we're seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, people who study, uh, uh, you know, crime and, and, and criminal behavior, uh, you know, they're all over the board in terms of what are some of the things that really drive it. Um, just in terms of the little part of that world that I've been a part of, uh, the thing I would point to, like I said, would be kind of economic factors. But but that mm-hmm. doesn't uh, that doesn't explain away everything. Speaking of economic factors, I, I did notice the biggest spike was around the Thanksgiving holiday, right? Which doesn't seem too surprising. No, and, and you know, I would say it was one of the one of the spikes we've had. There was uh, there were kind of rashes of of, of robbery totals uh, in September, then uh, and then in October in, in particular, and then yeah, we saw uh, sixty uh, robberies take place on that Sunday. 
uh, after Thanksgiving, uh, which I think might have been the second highest single day total uh, this year. And, uh, yeah, the, you know, the holiday times uh, and, you know, again, this is anecdotally speaking, but it's a time where a lot of people feel economic pressures. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and so uh, in the month of December, I think is also a month that people will need to be very thoughtful about, you know, their surroundings right. and so on and so forth. Sophie, let's hear about uh, the, the victim stories that uh, you write about. Tell us about Jeremiah Watson. I, I remember you mentioned him getting six stitches after being robbed. Yeah, so Jeremiah was uh, walking to a gas station in his neighborhood in late October. It was a little after midnight um, when a group approached him at gunpoint. He was beat up, um, hit across the face with the weapon, and robbed of the cash he had on him. He had to go to the hospital where he received six stitches, uh, three around each eye. Um, He... Like Jeremiah said and many others, this happened sort of within what felt like a matter of seconds. He hasn't received any update from police. And while he returned to the scene with our photographers um, and to speak with us a bit about this, in general, he's been trying his best to sort of stay inside. Unfortunately, as I said, this incident did occur in his neighborhood in a gas station he frequents. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than going out to school in the morning, he tries to be indoors after dark. And he hasn't really heard any updates from police about if this particular group of individuals that mugged him has been caught, um, which just sort of heightens his fear of being outside right now. Yeah. You also spoke with a woman named Emily, who was robbed outside her apartment in Westtown. Now, she ended up recovering some of her stolen possessions. But what happened there? Right. Emily was robbed um, along with her roommates outside her Westtown apartment, which, as we spoke of, is one of those areas um, seeing a bit of an increase percentage wise. Uh, Individuals took purses, wallets, a fanny pack, I believe, as well as a makeup bag. They had just returned from a trip, so were outside with some suitcases um, and other items. Uh, Emily and her roommates actually ended up getting everything returned with the exception of the cash. Um, which is an interesting trend we've noticed in a lot of the victims I spoke to, which, again, just points to the difficulty of trying to decipher these trends and make sense of the motives. Um, There was another individual, uh, John, who was robbed alongside his girlfriend, and there was actually essentially no financial loss in that incident. It was obviously incredibly traumatic for him, but um, individuals took his phone and wallet and phone and wallet along with cards were found a couple blocks away. Mm-hmm. No money had been spent. Wow. And so is there a particular time of day that these are happening more frequently than others, Alden? Well, generally speaking, the evening hours, the early morning hours are the hours when more robberies occur. Um, during this spike, uh, you know, midnight to 2 a.m., 3 to 6 a.m. Uh, but generally 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Generally, you know, generally 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Are, are when folks are out there. There was this you know, you know, interesting spike also in the noon hour. So you're not necessarily um, uh, uh, completely protected uh, during the middle of the day, um, but uh, but certainly more of these robberies occur, occur at night. Uh, Sophie, talk to us about the off-duty officer who uh, was robbed of his badge and gun. Did that recently happen? Yeah, so this happened over that, uh, or sorry, at the very end of that Thanksgiving weekend that we've spoken about, um, Alden mentioned that Sunday, um, we saw one of the highest daily totals for robberies um, that we've seen over the past couple months. Uh, This was on the Northwest side and an off-duty probationary officer actually was robbed of his 
um, gun, badge, and star. And this was also a part of one of those sort of robbery blitzes that we discussed, um, where the same group of individuals uh, targeted a few more areas in that community that evening. So what can we do to protect ourselves, Alden? Uh, well, Chicago police and their tip sheets and in some of the community alerts uh, advise people to really be aware of their surroundings. And so uh, they advise people not to you know, kind of sit in their car for a prolonged period of time. As Sophie mentioned, a number of people have actually been robbed while they're sitting in their car. Mm-hmm. It also means really kind of having your head on a swivel to some degree. Um, so not being kind of stuck on your phone or, you know, distracted in some other ways, just really kind of being uh, being aware. Uh, they also talk about, you know, kind of traveling in groups. Um, and so if you're by yourself, you're more likely, you're more vulnerable. Right. Uh, although even, uh, as, as Sophie also mentioned, there, you know, there's a, a couple that was approached. Um, uh, and then, you know, just kind of not taking your time, getting to wherever it is that you need to go. Um, get and, from point A to point B. Yeah. So. In the moment, though, in the process, how do we respond if we are being robbed? And and I'm talking about during and after, really. Well, police say that uh, you shouldn't resist, um, that your your safety and your life are more important than what is being uh, asked or what is being taken from you. Um, uh, Complying, uh, getting out of the moment as quickly as you can, uh, and then calling 911 immediately. While the robbery is taking place, they say to, to take stock of what you can in terms of physical descriptions, uh, and any information about vehicles, uh, since many of these robberies are occurring with people fleeing in the vehicle, and the license plate number, that that information can be very helpful. And it's the backbone of those community alerts. That's mm-hmm. how they can identify, you know, that these same groups of individuals are attacking more than one person at some point. Um, and then, uh, you know, if someone approaches to help uh, that has, a, has witnessed it, uh, that also um, uh, getting their contact information, uh, calling 911 and reporting what you know yeah. to the police uh, as quickly as you can. You've been sifting through these numbers for a long time, Alden, but I'm curious what questions still remain for you. Well, the, 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 of course, the big question is the one that we're, we're, we're all searching for, and that's, you know, what are the motivations? Um, what is happening? Are there, uh, are there warning signs when we can kind of essentially say, you know, people are going through a hard time right now. This is a time maybe when we really have to think about it. The other thing is I, I think about are these, these blitzes and um, – through some of the community alerts, um, they last over several hours. And I wonder if there is a way almost to kind of develop a predictive model, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you see a couple of these things happen, you've been alerted, can you potentially respond and know exactly where to respond as a police department to capture these people? Maybe you won't get them in their first two or three, but maybe you can get them on their sixth or seventh robbery. Yeah. Um, and uh, so those are those are questions that I have. Uh, one of the alerts uh, was interesting by the locations you could they were literally driving down 79th Street from uh, one part of town, uh, the western side of town, to the eastern side of town, and they committed a string of maybe about seven or eight robberies. But they really didn't deviate from 79th Street. Interesting. And so that's an example of one of those ones where, you know, hey, if you can figure this out early, maybe you can you can capture these folks before they're done. Yeah. Well, leave us with this, Sophie. I mean, what else can you share about CPD's response to, to this surge and any precautions the department may be taking? So CPD is enhancing their efforts. They say, um, they tell us they're focusing on strategic deployments, um, which would mean, you know, where we're placing beat cars and officers throughout the city. Um, They also say they're leveraging technology, um, those are their words, uh, 
to better address and, you know, investigate these crimes. But they really didn't provide too many further details on that. Uh, they tell us the, the Bureau of Patrol and detectives are meeting weekly to sort of analyze and look into these trends, but couldn't share many insights from those conversations yet. Um, they do report that there's been an increase in arrests since July when they compare to the same period last year. Um, so it is something that they're aware of, uh, this sort of increase in July. But again, like many others, they can't really point us in a direction of what may be driving this increase. And we'll leave it there for now. That is Sophie Sherry, staff reporter for the Sun-Times and WBEZ Data Projects editor Alden Lowry talking about their joint investigation into the increase in robberies here in the city. More online at WBEZ.org.